And the difference between Jesus and every other leader of every other religion is their bodies are still in the earth decaying. But Jesus isn't in the tomb anymore. He's risen from the dead, and he's sitting enthroned in heaven. And he's summoning us to spend eternity with him. Revival is a community saturated with the awareness of God. You have a father. He's our heavenly father. And he wants to take you and lead you through studying his word so that you can pass your test. This is the All People's Church Leadership Podcast, where we're talking about transforming lives, bless our cities, and planting churches to transform nations. Let's check out this week's conversation now. Welcome to the All People's Church Leadership Podcast. We've just completed a season looking at the five Ds, our transformation pathway at All People's Church. It was so encouraging just to go through that process together and understand how God transforms people. This episode today is going to be an amazing episode where we're going to get really practical on what it looks like to be a leader, specifically a small group life group leader at All People's Church. If you're familiar with All People's Church or you attend one, you've probably experienced one of our life groups. These are our small group communities that meet around our cities and regions based on the vision of Acts 2, 42-47, living out biblical community together. And we want to continue to pump vision and faith and hope into you as a leader that's leading one of these life groups and also clarify what it looks like to lead a life group. This particular equipping was done by Jason Weathered, who's the college pastor and also the pastor of Life Group Leadership Development at All People's Church San Diego. I think you're really going to enjoy this practical equipping on the five P's of being a life group leader. Let's listen in. Thanks. As a life group leader, I uh, really want to speak to you. The, those of you that are life group leaders, I want to take a few minutes and clarify what we are asking from a life group leader. And as you're being raised up to lead a life group or be, be a part of a leadership team of a life group, uh, we just want to kind of define and clarify, hey, here's the job description of a life group leader. And would you count that cost and say, hey, this is what I'm called to do as a life group leader, and this is what I'm meant to focus on. And it might be a little different than you expect, possibly. So this is what we're calling the five Ps. Since, <laughs> since we figured, you know, the five Ds already. So let's get five Ps going. Um, Number one, as a life group leader, you're called to pray. Pray, for, pray daily for each person in your life group. We've heard this stat a number of times. Uh, it's been mentioned over the years that there was a, a, an enormous study done on thriving churches. They found that the one common thread between all different styles and strategies of churches the one thread that they could find that was common through all of those thriving churches that were growing and multiplying life groups and cell groups was that the leaders prayed for their people daily by name. And so if you could do one thing as a life group leader, and maybe the most important thing would be to just spend some time every day praying for each person in your life group by name, interceding on their behalf and crying out to God for them. And I would say that if we, I mean, look at this room. This is insane. How many people could we be praying for and interceding for? How much life change could we see happen just from the hand of God moving in people's lives? 
And so, number one, we're going to pray daily for our people. Number two, we're called to pursue relationship with each person in our life group. We want to move from being people who think that, hey, I'm a life group leader. My job is to run a meeting to, hey, I'm a life group leader. My job is to lead people. We're going to be people-focused leaders, not event runners. Yes, we'll run events. Yes, we'll gather parties. And yes, we'll have meals. And yeah, we do all those things. But that's not our job. Our job is to pursue people, pursue relationship, just as Jesus did with his disciples. He came along side by side with them and spent time with them. And uh, this doesn't necessarily mean, as we'll talk about more in a moment as well, this doesn't necessarily mean that you okay, there's 30 people in my life group. I've got to go build one-on-one relationship with every single person. But we do have to be thinking, I want to make sure every person in my life group has a leader pursuing them. We want to make sure everyone has that pursuit happening in their life. So first, we're going to pray. Second, we're going to pursue. Third, we're going to pastor. And very specifically, we want to pastor each person in your life group through the five Ds. And so one of the main focuses we want to have as life group leaders is to help each individual person propel through the five Ds. And we've been debating, should it be propel or should it be pastor? Uh, We like both of those words a lot. Uh, But the word pastor means to shepherd and to care for. So this isn't about having a title of a pastor. This is about being a caring shepherd in somebody's life and and I've, I really learned uh, in the early days when I came to Christ in the, around 1999. Uh, and in 2000, when I started leading a cell group for the first time, we called them cell groups. I remember the day after leading, leading a cell group for about six months when I really realized that God had put me kind of, he, he was trusting me with all of these people in my living room. And it just shifted something that moment when I realized, oh, man. Like, I'm not just running a meeting, because <laughs> that's how I viewed it at first, just run, you know, run a meeting. Then I saw all these people, and I was like, I might be the only person on earth that believes for these people. I might be the only person on earth that ever prays for these people. I might be the only one that ever calls them into discipleship. I might be the only one that shares Jesus with them, and God's trusted me to do that. And so we want to really pursue that relationship, but then very specifically, pastor people through those five D's, as Robert will talk about more here in a moment as well. And we know our foundational calling is to go make disciples of all nations, baptize them, teach every new disciple to follow all the laws of Jesus Christ. So those five D's encompass all of that stuff. Number four, we're called to promote people into leadership. So did you know that as a life group leader, One of the main things we really want you to do and really to think about often is who in my life group should I be calling into some level of leadership? And there's all sorts of leadership. There's the obvious ones like uh, asking somebody to become a life group intern or uh, asking somebody to become a life group leader or to be a part of a launch team when you multiply your life group out. Uh, But there's all, all types of leadership. Hey, can you lead us in bringing cups next week? Can you lead us in organizing a potluck? Can you lead us in, I mean, there's a million things. And one of the things I've learned to do, because one of my favorite things in life 
and in ministry is to help somebody do what they're called to do for Jesus. And one of the things I've learned from uh, going to a bunch of church planning conferences and things like that, if you want to call somebody into your vision, do you know the first thing you should do is ask them what is, your vi- what is their vision? So you, you sit down with somebody and you say, hey, tell me, what do you love to do? What are you passionate about? Hey, if you could do anything for Jesus as part of this life group, what would it be? If you could do anything as part of the church, what would it be? I love kids. I'm going to help you get involved with Kids Church. You know, oh, I love, I love cooking. That's my favorite person. So if that's you, let's hang out, and I want to give you leadership opportunities uh, in my house. So I think enabling people to be great leaders is really finding out who they are, what they're called to do personally, but then calling them into the vision that Jesus has for every, every disciple, which is to love others, to pray for others. Hey, let's talk about who are you praying for right now? That is the first layer of leadership right there. Who are you praying for? Who are you reaching out to? Who are you sharing the gospel with? Who are you inviting into discipleship? So let's call our people to leadership and then promote them into official roles of leadership at the right time. So we always want to be looking for those interns and next leaders. And then fifth, we're called to persevere, to see lives transformed and our life groups multiplied. And uh, how many of you know you have to have this fifth P? Because you get tired and you get weary. Uh, I always say, though, if a Christian's not tired, they're probably not working hard enough. So you should be a little bit tired at least. I think it's good to be tired. I think, I think Jesus didn't have the mellowest of all lifestyles. I think his disciples were probably a little bit tired, but they were full of life at the same time. And so, you know, let's work hard for Jesus. But as we know in Galatians 6, it says, let us not grow tired of doing what is good. For at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. And I can't tell me, I don't, I don't have time to, to share these stories, but I've had a number of life group leaders over the, even the, just the past two years say, man, you know, I'm thinking we're just kind of failing as a life group. And we have a discussion and just say, hey, in a moment when it feels tough, don't make a big life decision right now. Don't lay down your life group. Just persevere. Just keep showing up. That's most of the battle. Just keep showing up. And sure enough, I've had a number of leaders come back months later and say, our life group has broken through. We're, we're growing. Something's changed. Something's shifted. And it's always a testament to just somebody sticking it through and just keep showing up and keep leading. So I think as leaders, that's one of our main calls is to persevere, to keep showing up even when we're bleeding and half of our arms hanging off and we're, we're just hurting. How many of you are hurting half the time when you're leading a life group? Sometimes I'm like, why am I here right now? I don't, I don't deserve to be sitting in front of people. I don't deserve to be telling somebody about Jesus. I'm struggling more than they are. But that's not your job to be perfect. Your, your job is to be a spiritual parent. And I don't ever show up to my kids and say, sorry, kids, I can't be your dad today. I'm hurting too bad. You're doing better than me, so I'm just going to take a break for a week. Uh, and I really think that that's your call as a spiritual, a spiritual mother, a spiritual father, as a life group leader, is to just keep showing up, do your best, even when you're hurting, and you'll see a breakthrough at the right time. So that's the five Ps, and we just want to encourage you, if you want to, to, to focus, pray, pursue relationship, pastor your people through the five Ds, promote people into leadership, and persevere. 
until we see our life groups multiplied and grow and much life change. So, amen. Let's invite up Robert. Robert.